Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show. The show's outrageous and it's contagious. It will lift your spirits high, you'll feel that you can fly. Transform your attitude, fill it with gratitude. Cut loose and improvise this coaching time today. Joyce is a great coach with an extraordinary approach. Fast on the upbeat, top of the heap. A wild motivator, great stimulator. Unstoppable in a humoristic way. Life lessons with passion, joyfully today. You want Joyce as your coach if you want this to be your best year ever. Coach Joyce here, I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be my best year ever. I want this to be the best year ever for Beverly Nadler, her fabulous daughter, Dr. Denise Nadler, a.k.a. Ariana. We want this to be the best year ever for all our friends, our family, all our loyal listeners worldwide, and that means you. Welcome to Joyce, Barry, and Friends. We are broadcasting live across America and around the world. This is the Hour to Empower, with stimulating talk, views you can use, memorable quotes, and powerful life lessons. We always have hot guests and cool topics. We even have cool guests and hot topics. You always want to tune us on, tune in, and tune up with us to hear the best of the best. You do not want to miss any of our shows. Each show goes into our archives. Log into Joyce Barry and Friends.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and you will see each guest and each topic on our homepage. You can play and download any of our shows, always informative, inspiring, and motivational. You want to share these special shows with your friends, family, and contacts. You can follow us on Facebook and become a Joyce Barry subscriber and even a fan by going to our Joyce Barry and Friends fan page. Be sure to check like. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us by going to our Blog Talk Radio homepage and clicking follow right below my picture. You can also message me in any of these venues about our show, about our guests, about anything. My official website is JoyceBarry.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E. The chat room is open. Log into the chat room, have fun, and chat away. I go back and forth into the chat room during the show to see what is going on in there. Motivation, inspiration, and an education. Positive, happy thoughts to improve your life, health, and finances. Take positive actions to create a gratifying lifestyle. Life lessons from me, your host, Joyce Barry, straight from the Coach's Corner, and then you will hear from our wonderful guest today. Folks, every day should be treated like a special day. We wish you the finest of friends, the opulence of opportunities, the magic of miracles, and the happiest of days. May this year be your best year ever. We have an absolutely delightful show for you today, The Healing Power of Humor. 
Modern science and technology is now revealing many natural and wonderful ways to enhance our health. Among the most pleasant and effective are humor and laughter. Join us today as health guru Beverly Nadler and your host and success coach, yours truly, Joyce Barry, present a show that is as entertaining as it is informative. They will share jokes as we explore the wonderful benefits of humor. Folks, I love people who always have that smile on their face, that laugh very easily, that make you laugh easily. Those are my absolute favorite people in the world. Those are the people I want to be around. You know there are certain people that come in a room and the room lights up. There are others that come in the room and (laughs) the room darkens and you can't wait for them to leave. Today we'll explore how you can be one of the people that light up the room just by being one that can readily laugh, enjoy people, and enjoy yourself as well. You have to be able to laugh at yourself. Having Beverly Nadler on the show is no laughing matter. It's always serious and with humor as well. I say serious because she has so much information that literally can not not only make a difference in your life, but in many cases can aid in humor, uh, humor for healing uh, with her information, her research, and her resources. Folks, without further ado, I bring to you our health guru, my best friend, Beverly Nadler. Thank you, Joyce. That was a wonderful introduction. And he said some wonderful things about the importance of humor and being a person who lights up the room. But some people don't realize the tremendous effects that being able to laugh and having a a good sense of humor has on their own physical, mental, emotional, and even spiritual health and how it changes their relationships. It's not just something, yeah, it feels good. It's far more than that. It seems that the way our bodies and minds are created by the Creator, it is that God loves laughter, that God, whatever we call it, the nature, uh, the Creator, that when we are in a state of humor, when we're laughing or we're smiling, what happens is everything in our body literally changes. There's something called neuropeptides coming from the brain, and these neuropeptides actually carry um, energy. It carries chemicals to all parts of the body. What's fascinating is that when we are in a state of happiness, joy, humor, laughter, something happens in our body that allows healing to, to take place to the extent where a doctor actually said, your sense of humor is one of the most powerful tools you have to make certain that your daily mood and emotional state support good health. Absolutely. And Folks, you're doing it for you first. You have to entertain yourself. I know every day I focus on what can I do today that will make me happy. I have to work at it, folks, because you turn on any station on the news and it's all misery and stressful in today's world. Every bit of news around the world, it's just so horrifying. So I look and see what on television I can watch that will entertain me, what books will be uh, a learning experience and enjoyable as well. So that's what I recommend. You have to focus on it because we are surrounded by so much negativity. We actually have to work at it to counteract that. Very, very true. Uh, You and I, um, Joyce, we have a favorite quote from Voltaire which is, I choose to be happy because it's good for my health. But apparently, uh, Voltaire recognized humor as being so important. And one of his other quotes is, the art of medicine consists of keeping the patient amused while nature heals the disease. And he also said that God is a comedian playing to an audience that is too afraid to laugh. Laughter 
literally changes our life. Laughter stimulates your immune system. When you're laughing, you're actually moving this particular gland that is the major gland for your immune system, the thymus gland, and it actually stimulates it so that your immune system becomes healthier just because you're laughing. I mean, it, it, the, the news on this, the information, is remarkable. Uh, there are so many reasons to laugh. And as Joyce said, you can make yourself laugh. In fact, <laughs> there is such a thing, believe it or not, as laughter clubs. It was started with laughter yoga, uh, where you actually attended these groups where they did things and you forced yourself literally to, to laugh. But then they created these laughter clubs, and now there are over 6,000 laughter clubs in over 70 countries. So if you want to look that up, I would suggest if you are not able to laugh naturally, then find a club and begin to make that a point that's important to you because humor and laughter literally can save your life. I would say anything about looking it up when you can't laugh naturally because what's wrong with taking your laughter and your capability for joy to the next level? So I would say you should look it up regardless. I love my sense of humor. I'm known for my sense of humor, and I'm going to look up laughter clubs. I really didn't know much about that. So, again, it's always there's always more to learn. There's always the next joke. There's always people you want in your life that are entertaining and will make you feel good. You're so right about that. Um, uh, there's, you spoke about the, the fact that you work at making yourself laugh. And the truth is, uh, yeah, uh, all around us we have a world in which there's a lot of dissension. That's not, that's not going to change because we laugh. What changes because we laugh, because we're involved in humor, what changes is what happens to us individually, and that is so important. And it changes our relationships, too. There are many ways of creating opportunities to laugh, in addition to the laughter clubs. And, and one, a few of them you mentioned, Joyce. Watch a funny movie or a TV show. Go to a comedy club. Read the funnies if you're reading any newspapers or jokes. There's tons of them online, and some of them are bound to tickle your funny bone. And share a funny story or a good joke. You know, Reader's Digest every month has probably about 20 jokes in there. Some of them you'll just, you know, look at and say, okay. Others will be laugh out loud just in Reader's Digest alone. But there's so many things that you can do to make yourself laugh if that's not something that is natural to you. And I, I, I truly say, if it's not natural to you, if you begin doing it, it will become natural. You will literally program your brain to look for reasons to be to be in a state of humor. You look for things that are funny. You'll even look the way comedians do. They take some of the worst situations in life and they turn them into what we call turning the lemons into lemonade and they make them humorous. Uh, Beverly, you just as of where you can go to turn that laughter on, comedy clubs, yes, that's one of my favorites. I used to give classes at a comedy club where I had a stage and all of that. We, we would do our classes before the uh, late audience would come in, so we would have that shift in between where I rented uh, the clubs to do it. And it was great because it was a real stage and we'd get a real audience. So uh, that's a real good one, comedy clubs. And also improvisational shows. I always went to that a lot. And whenever they'd say, we want a volunteer from the audience to join us in the next skit while people were raising their hands to be that volunteer, I would run up on the stage and I'd be there <laughs> to ensure I was in the next skit. So, yes, those are some things you can be doing. Books on jokes, whole books on jokes. You where you can even look up the topic if you're giving a speech and you want to zero in on something. Uh, so 
there's tons of that. You could Google them. There's so many resources if you have a bent for it. Definitely. Also, on TV, aside from the sitcoms that are funny, some of the oldest, you know, are the funniest. The old Gleason shows, the old uh, uh, Lucille Ball shows, uh, these are some of the funniest. The ones I, before I go to sleep at night, I make it a point that no matter what else I've watched, whether an action film or anything, I will watch a Seinfeld or a Frasier. They're still being, they're still on TV. You can still get them. Uh, other, Ray Romano, you know, everybody loves Ray. All of these will they can make you laugh. And, you know, during the wars, World War Two, especially, um, the, the most comedies, most of the films were comedies because they realized the importance in the, in the time of such stress that people needed to laugh. And the interesting thing about humor and laughter is you cannot be upset when you're laughing. You can't. The chemicals in your body are such that they are actually in a healing mode. Uh, I love the classics that you mentioned. Whenever they are on to this day, I watch them. And no matter how many times I've seen Lucy or the Gleason ones, I still laugh with it and I still enjoy it. It's Everybody Loves Raymond. And that also is very, very funny. Timeless humor. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, let me mention um, really what actually happens uh, when we are in a, when we are in a state of uh, humor, not just happiness, happiness too. We've done wonderful shows on happiness, and the fact is, when you're in a state where things are humorous and you're laughing, you are happy. But let me talk about particularly the health benefits of humor and laughter. It boosts your immunity. I mentioned that when you when you're laughing, you are literally stimulating the major gland of your immune system. It lowers your stress hormones. In other words, when you're laughing, let's say you've had a stressful day, that you start watching one of these TV shows, or also there's Comedy Central on TV where you can watch stand-up comedians and they have many different uh, funny shows. Um, you will literally um, have less stress. That stress that you had all day long, some of it just dissipates because now you're in a state where you're feeling humor. It re- relaxes your muscles. It huh, decreases pain. And, in fact, um, I, I, there was there's research on that where the people are actually in pain. They're showing them um, some, some funny movies and, um, t- you know, jokes and things, and the person, the people who are in pain will say, I don't feel my pain, or the pain is really dissipated. That's amazing. But this is what humor does, and that's why we titled this show The Healing Power of Humor and said that it is one of the most pleasant ways that you can increase your health. And listen to this. It actually heals your heart, prevents heart disease. Now, if that doesn't give you a reason you want to laugh, I, I can't imagine what would. Of course, we know it adds joy and zest to your life. It eases anxiety and fear. You can't be in a state of fear if you're laughing. It improves your mood, and it enhances your resilience, your ability to bounce back from the things that are traumatic, that are what we call crises, that are distressful and disturbing. The ability to laugh helps you with that, and it even has social benefits. Because laughter shared among people is wonderful bonding. So it strengthens relationships and it attracts others to us. What were you saying when Joyce was talking about how you want to be around people who are happy, who are laughing, who see humor in life? Well, it is literally the law of attraction. We talk about vibration. Those vibrations go out and it will bring more happy people to you, and it also it diffuses conflict when you're feeling in a state of conflict, two people, and they're going at it, and all of a sudden one bursts out laughing or somebody makes a humorous comment, it totally diffuses the, the negativity. So there's so many reasons for you to want to 
laugh for you to want to see humor in life. And folks, when there's a will, there's a way. I know you're thinking when there's a will, hopefully there's a relative that'll <laughs> take care of us. <laughs> but when there's a will, there's always a way. So if this is one of your uh, on your to-do list, laugh more, enjoy life more, I suggest you get on to it. We just gave you a bunch of places where you can get that support for laughter. And also to get support for everyday positivity and wisdom, uh, we suggest you listen to this show. And in the wise words of our health guru, Beverly Nadler, here is her original poem, The Reasons Why You Should Be Listening. Listen to me. I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day, a way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy, make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. You'll find it on the Internet on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. There's the Coach's Corner, great quotes and news. There are suggestions, perspectives, and advice you can use to enhance your life and improve your health, plus clever, simple ways to increase your wealth. Joyce's perceptions and personality will keep you captivated, and her guests from many walks of life will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family. They'll be so pleased to know. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one Internet radio show. And, folks, we do ask that you participate with us in having that happen. Simply go to JoyceBarryAndFriends.com, B-A-R-R-I-E, AndFriends.com, and right under my picture, that beautiful picture, on the upper left of the home page, it says follow. And simply by clicking on that, uh, you will be apprised of every show, every guest, every topic. You need not miss any of them because if you cannot join us when we are live at 11 a.m. Eastern, you can go to our archives and hear any of our shows for the last eight years. They're all there, folks. I never took a show out. You type in Beverly Nadler in the search bar, all her shows will come up. You type humor in the site search bar those shows will come up so they're categorized by the uh, guest and also by the topic so do take advantage of that and beverly how can i ever thank you enough for that extraordinary poem which really says it all <laughs> thank you joyce well that's what i feel about this show it it, it is a unique show because your guests aside in addition to me are extraordinary, and the things that they bring to people, the information, the motivation, uh, the support for health and happiness that you bring every single day is remarkable. I mean, I am honored to be on this show. And we are honored to have you. We love our Thursdays. Here's to your health Thursday, and here's to your health guru, Beverly Nadler. So your information is really informative and interesting. Do you think we should interrupt it for a few jokes or one-liners? Because we promised we'd entertain them. Absolutely. Go right ahead. I know that you you are especially good at your riddles and one-liners, and I'm prepared for that. I have some also, but uh, I'd love to hear yours. All right, so I'll start it off. Uh, do not, these are my favorite one-liners. Do not argue with an idiot. He will drag you down to his level and beat you <laughs> with experience. 
I asked God for a bike, but I know God doesn't work that way. So I stole a bike and asked for forgiveness. <laughs> uh-huh. Sex is not the answer. Sex is the question. Yes is the answer. Going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than standing in a garage makes you a car. We live in a society where pizza gets to your house before the police. Women might be able to fake orgasms, but men can fake a whole relationship. The best thing I want the last thing I want to do is hurt you, but it's still on the list. Fighting for peace is like having sex for virginity. If I agreed with you, we'd both be wrong. Men have two emotions, hungry and horny. If you see him without an erection, make him a sandwich. Only in America do banks leave both doors open and then chain the pens to the counter. War does not determine who is right, only who is left. And finally, children, you spend the first two years of their life teaching them to walk and talk. Then you spend the next 16 years telling them to sit down and shut up. <laughs> that is so true. Those are great. You know, there is, there is so much humor out here. And, and the beginning of uh, the humor, actually, or the, the research, and the research is enormous. That's what I want to say. Everything we're talking about here is researched, what happens in the body. They, it's all technical, so I'm not reading all of this research, what happens to the blood and all of these things. But believe me, it is research. And it started, it's believed that the real research began in about 1964. Norman Cousins wrote a book called Anatomy of an Illness. If you're not familiar with that, it was one of the most popular books ever written on healing. And he was an American political journalist, and he was diagnosed with a fatal disease. It's called ankylosing spondylitis. And he was supposed to die. They said it's fatal. You're going to die. He was in a hospital. Now, fortunately, he had the money to do this. He said, I checked myself out of this depressing place and rented uh, a hotel room and rented videos, funny videos, and watched them all day long. He is cited as an example of someone who is laughing yourself out of an illness. Now, I do want to say he did take some nutrients during his time, especially vitamin C, but he attributes the fact that he lived, when he was supposed to die, remember, 1964, he lived until 1990. He attributes this to the fact that he developed within himself a sense of humor, which he not only healed himself from this fatal disease, but he carried it with him for the rest of his life. And that book is really, it, it made around the world millions and millions of copies. The Anatomy of an Illness, my God, he healed himself uh, from the funny things on TV. I think one of them was the Marx Brothers, things like that. The laughter really healed him. And I suggest you Google Norman Cousins and those books, and he has some great quotes as well. Uh, Beverly, you want me to uh, interject some more one-liners in between your uh, important research and information? Go right ahead. I'm sure our audience is enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Politicians and diapers have one thing in common. They should both be changed regularly and for the same reason. (laughs) It's amazing that the amount of news that happens in the world every day always just exactly fits the newspaper. Having sex is like playing bridge. If you don't have a good partner, you better have a good hand. A 100,000 sperm, and you were the fastest. Evening news is where they've been with good evening and then proceed to tell you why it isn't. For every action, there is a corresponding overreaction. If sex is a pain in the ass, then you're doing it wrong. Alcohol is... 
Alcohol is not the answer. It just makes you forget the question. If God is watching us, the least we can do is be entertaining. The trouble with being punctual is that nobody's there to appreciate it. If you think nobody cares if you're alive, try missing a couple of payments. Better remains better to remain silent and be thought a fool than to speak and remove all doubt. A bus station is where a bus stops. A train station is where a train stops. On my desk, <laughs> I have a workstation. Panties are not the best thing on earth, but next to it. Did you know that dolphins are so smart that within a few weeks of captivity, they can train people to stand on the very edge of the pool and throw them fish? A bank is a place that will lend you money if you can prove that you don't need it. (laughs) (laughs) So true, so true. Can I add a few? Oh, no, of course you can. I was going to say back to you and your extraordinary information, but okay. be my guest. I, I will give some more information, but I just read a couple of things that I wanted to add. Um, this is a, from, I said, the Bible, um, God Loves Laughter. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. I realize that's not a humorous, but just think of that. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine. Uh, Mark Twain said, humor is the good-natured side of truth. And Abraham Lincoln said, I couldn't be two-faced. If I had two faces, I wouldn't wear this one. (laughs) That was very, very cute. cute. Milton Berle said that laughter is an instant vacation. And E.E. Cummings, an author, said the most wanted, no, the most wasted of all days is one without laughter. Yes, look for so, look for something to laugh at every single day. I read that children laugh about 400 times a day, whereas adults laugh about 40 times a day or smile or snicker or something. That's something to think about, you know, that uh, we might learn something from our children. Bill Byron said, always laugh when you can, is cheap medicine. And I want to mention about the comedians, because uh, comedians live long lives, most of them. Some of them get caught up in drugs and, you know, other habits that um, gambling and such that does not uh, promote their life. But generally what comedian does is they look for the humor in everything. And it seems to have uh, lengthened their lives. Here are some of the beloved comedians of the past and the ages when they died. And, and keep in mind, many of these comedians, most of them, were not living during a time when they knew about anti-aging things, when they had uh, these special drugs and nutraceuticals that could keep you alive longer. They're living so long, in my estimation, is really because they saw the humor in life in spite of all of the things that are not humorous. So Bob Hope lived until 100, and so did George Burns. Phyllis Diller was 95, Milton Berle, 94, Emma Jean Coker, 93, Henny Goodman, 92, Charlie Chaplin, 88, Red Buttons, 87, Groucho Marx, 87, George Jessel, 83. And we still have people among us that are making us laugh. Betty White is now 97. Carl Reiner is 96. Dick Van Dyke, you know, he was just in this movie. Dan- we saw him dancing on the table, Mary Poppins' movie, the latest. He's 93. Um, Mel Brooks is 92. Jerry Stiller, still, I think he's still um, acting, or at least maybe, maybe not. But anyhow, he's 92. So we're talking about um, people who have found humor, who give us their humor, who give us entertainment, enjoyment, literally help us live longer, and they have had longer lives. And frankly, I believe it's attributed to the fact that they look for the humor in life, regardless of what's happening on the outside. 
I can't get over Betty White in particular. She's still going strong. She's still on many, many shows. She is so delightful. They even have her in fun commercials. But the others, I didn't realize that they were really up there, up there, up there in age. And uh, I guess for them, laughter surely is the best medicine. And the other side of that, and you are correct, that a lot of comedians uh, don't come to such a wonderful endings. They commit suicide, pills, depression. So I'd rather focus on the ones that make it through and are so delightful to this day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what this is all about, folks, what we're talking about. You have the power to choose where you will put your attention. And you need to put your attention well, I don't say you need to, you should want to put your attention on that, which is going to make you healthier. And um, this is a, from a comedian, Groucho Marx. He talks about happiness. Understand uh, what we're saying is when you're laughing, you are feeling happy. You are getting those wonderful chemicals, uh, neuro, neurotransmitters and things going through your body. And he says, he said, each morning when I open my eyes, I say to myself, I, not events, have the power to make me happy or unhappy today. I can choose which it shall be. Yesterday is dead. Tomorrow hasn't arrived yet. I just have one day today, and I'm going to be happy in it. Yeah, that's a very good one. I like that one. Uh, Folks, I appreciate humor so much. I try to inject it into even our most serious shows. And one way I do that is refer you to my official website, JoyceBarry.com, because in that site we have uh, my coaching services, my seminars, and additionally endorsements from people all around the country that I've coached. But I've selected for today's show a few of my favorites. Joyce Barry is an outstanding success coach. She is a master coach, the best of the best. Here are just a few of her clients who want to endorse her. Marlon Brando. Hiring Joyce as a coach is an awful you can't refuse. President Bill Clinton. I did not have sex with that woman. I did not have sex with Joyce. She is my coach. Sylvester Stallone. Yo, Adrian, Joyce is the best coach, you know. She helped me train for Rocky. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I hired the Joycenator because no matter how much I may drive her crazy, I know she'll be back. President Ronald Reagan. Well, Joyce, uh, Nancy and I just love you. There you go again. Win one for the Barry. Elvis Presley. I'm all shook up about hiring Joyce as a coach. I'll get a little less conversation, a little more coaching. Jack Nicholson. If you could handle the truth, you want Joyce as your coach. Johnny Carson. I can hire Joyce as a coach? I did not know that. That is wild. Did you know that, Ed? (laughs) Charlie Sheen. Winning. That's because Joyce is my coach. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Woody Allen. Are you crazy? This whole time I haven't had Joyce Barry as a coach? You kidding me? Hi, Ted Siuba, and I think and grow rich. If you were thinking about hiring Joyce Barry as your coach, just do it, and we'll grow rich together. And even Joyce Barry herself. What do Olympic athletes have that you don't have? A coach. Hire me and have this be your best year ever. If not now, when? I want that gold medal. I want to hire me. Email coachjoyce at AOL.com. That's coachjoyce at AOL.com. And when you send that email, be sure to put in the subject line, Beverly, so I know uh, who it is, what show it is, Beverly uh, Humor, Dash Humor. I'll know which show inspired you to connect with me. You can put any message for Beverly, any question for Beverly or for myself, any guest you want to recommend, any topic you want to recommend. So do connect with me, Joyce Barry at AOL.com. I love hearing from you. And I have to thank our medium, Peter Marks, who made all those celebrities available to (laughs) to me with his excessive powers as a medium. He brought them back. So thank you, Peter Marks. Back to you, Beverly. (laughs) A couple of the quick quotes here, Um, two of them from the, the Bible, from Psalms. God has a smile on his face. 
and for from uh, Alexisest. I, I can't pronounce it. it it's E C C L E S. I thought I could, but I can't. Anyhow, I commend Mirth, and also from the Quran. I love this one. He deserves paradise who makes his companions laugh. <laughs> so if that's true, all these comedians are going to paradise. <laughs> you know, we have a uh, a favorite, um, a wonderful healing person. Uh, you've had him on your show many times. He's just wonderful, Bernie Siegel. And Bernie actually has this wonderful quote, and he says, a happy person is generally in good health. I thought that was quite um, delightful when I found that because I, I, w- I once was on um, a speaking engagement and and he was on the same thing. He's a delightful, delightful person. Uh, well, in one second, his- Beverly. One second, Bernie Siegel. If you go to our archives, March twenty fifth, the Art of Healing. Uh, he is extraordinary. He has countless best selling books. So on March 25th, uh, The Art of Healing, uh, you want to check that out. And you want to go to the uh, upper part of the homepage and type in Bernie Siegel. All his shows are absolutely extraordinary. He does make a profound difference. Go and ahead. you know that he started uh, because he wanted to help cancer patients um, through uh, mental and emotional shifts. And he certainly was marvelously successful at that. He's an extraordinary person. Another extraordinary person, not with us now, but uh, is Victor Frankel. Um, you may remember him. His his book was one of the most popular books ever, Man's Search for Meaning. It was actually translated into 20 different languages. And the amazing thing about Victor Frankel is he was in during the concentration camp during World War II, and he said, I never would have made it if I could not have laughed. It lifted me momentarily out of this horrible situation, just enough to make it livable. And amazingly, he lived to 92. I wish he wrote a book called Women's Search for Meaning. I'm sure we would find it useful as well. <laughs> it probably, you know how it, it was, it's always been done until recently. The term man just included women. It was That's like true. mankind, you know, human true. beings. So uh, I can tell you from having read the book, it, it's valuable for women also. But the fact that, to me, that he was able to say this, he was an Australian neurologist and psychiatrist, and of course a Holocaust survivor, that he lived to 92 and that he used laughter and humor in, in a situation like that is quite amazing. I want to uh, share with you folks something else that is quite valuable, and that's Beverly Nadler's website, Beverly Nadler, N-A-D-L-E-R dot com. Briefly tell our folks why they should go to your website. What can they expect to gain from that? It's it's basically an in, um, information website. I talk about physical, mental, emotional, spiritual healing. Talk about the laws of the universe. I have several. Uh, books that you can um, click on to find out if they would be of interest to you. Certainly hope they would be. Uh, the one that is most popular just happens to be the one book that um, Joyce Barry uh, did the, pre- the preface to. It's called Vibrational Harmony. And it explains one of the things that we talked about on this show and we'll talk about again, the fact that everything is vibrations, everything is attracts back and forth and just how the universe works. Um, And it's also, there's resources there. There's a lot of my poetry there, testimonials on my coaching, a whole lot of really useful information. It was created as an information site, and I certainly um, recommend it (laughs) and hope that you will go there. And if you find you have any interests in things that you see there, uh, you can drop me a line. I want you folks to know how you know when someone is a really good friend. Beverly wrote the book, Vibrational Harmony, and she always gives me as much credit for the one page 
I wrote as her whole book. She always endorses my one page. So that's a true friend. And, yes, it was my pleasure to write it, and I would only endorse that which I totally believe in. I know you have one other website where you give free e-books, and that is? That's called vibrationalharmony.biz, B-I-Z, has nothing to do with business. It has to do with the business of health and healing. And there are two e-books on there which I um, offer to special people. Anyone who's listening to the show, whether now or in the archives, you're special because you appreciate the kind of information that we share. One of them is on managing stress. And the other one is the laws of the body, because I talk so much about the laws of the mind. And I explain just what we need to keep this body going. And uh, it's got a lot, it's, they're both detailed. It's not uh, a four-page thing. You're getting literally books, and um, it's free, so you can download it. Folks, if you're like me, it's something you hear and you say, i got to do this. I really got to check that out, and I do feel that way, and I want to read those books. Problem is, I come from someday because I'm so busy, and if you come from someday, like I occasionally do, I wrote this just for you and also for me. Someday, an original poem by yours truly, Joyce Barry. I went to my calendar and took a look. I discovered that someday was not in the book. I looked carefully, for someday I did seek, but only Monday through Sunday appeared on each week. I got really confused. This was not funny. I always said someday I'd make very good money. I always said someday I'd get everything done. I always said someday I'd be number one. I always said someday this and someday that. Someday is starting to sound like very old hat. I became very sure that something was wrong. No someday on my calendar all along. I thought everything I wanted would come to be. It would happen someday. I kept telling me. It was someday. I kept telling you that all our dreams were sure to come true. How shocking to discover that all along, someday was not in the calendar. How could I be so wrong? How could I not know that why I was stuck was that someday would never, ever show up? There wasn't a calendar anywhere, none to be found, that had some day in it, it would never come around. I always knew that if something is going to be, I am totally responsible. It's all up to me. I thought of my goals and made a new list. How exciting to realize that someday did not exist. Now I really know without any doubt that Monday through Sunday is in and someday is out. So I ask you women, I ask you men, I ask myself, if not right now, when? So, Beverly Nadler, what kind of message do you want to leave our folks with? What will you say to drive it home? Why they should check out your website? Why they should bring more humor and laughter in their lives? We gave them a lot of great things to profoundly make an impact in their lives. Joyce, the only thing is their decision to do it, to decide, yes. I need to laugh more. I need to find humor there. Realize that all of these people that we're quoting, or most of them that we're quoting, they're not, they're not alive today, most of them. Uh, they didn't know anything about this incredible research. They didn't read the book Anatomy of an Illness, and yet they knew somehow inside of themselves that humor and laughter was very, very important to healing and, and this is what I want to bring forth, that if for no other reason, if you're basically a, a pessimist, 
that you want and you but you want to have a good and healthy life, then it is your responsibility to do some of the things we have told you to do and certainly look up the laughter clubs. You can also look up the happiness clubs. Uh, when you're happy, you're laughing, and when you're laughing, you're happy. So that's what I want to drive home. Uh, just what Joyce's uh, poem said, there is no someday. There is only today. You know, um, one of the quotes that I have here, an optimist laughs to forget. A pessimist forgets to laugh. So make yourself an optimist, and you can do it. Wow, i got to add that to my collection of favorites. That's wonderful. So, folks, we go back to the $64,000 question. We already said there is no someday. Check all your calendars. I dare you to find one that has someday in it. So that brings us to, if not now, when? That's the $64,000 question. Joyce, Barry, and Friends, the number one worldwide Internet radio show. This poem, an original by yours truly, is entitled, If Not Now, When? We are giving you the education. We are giving you the information. We are giving you the motivation. We are giving you the inspiration. What you really need to do is to put this into application. Do you want a transformation? You must use your imagination. It might take some perspiration. It's all in the preparation. You must really be sure there is no procrastination. It helps to have a fascination and very strong determination. You want a positive demonstration, achieve success in the administration. It really is the time. Give each show your consideration. What is your aspiration? What do you need for stimulation to get healthy and off that medication? To get wealthy, it's your destination. So make today the day for your participation. If you do, congratulations. If not now, when? And kudos to Fred, uh, to Ted Siuba for putting my original poetry to music. Uh, Beverly, I'm sure you have a poem for us today. I'm going to ask you to wait one minute on that. Do you? Yes, I do. Okay, so I just want to throw in some more really funny one-liners because I think they're so good. I just want to make sure I get them in. Never under any circumstances take a sleeping pill and a laxative on the same night. <laughs> Whenever I, I fill out an application and the part that says if it's an emergency, notify, I put, doctor, what's my mother going to do? I didn't say it was your fault. I said I was blaming you. Alcohol is a perfect solvent. It dissolves marriages, family, and careers. A celebrity is someone who works hard all his life to become known, and then wears dark glasses to avoid being recognized. Why does someone believe you when you say there are four billion stars, but check when you say the paint is wet? The sole purpose of a child's middle name is so he can tell when he is really in trouble. God must love stupid people. He made so many. Women will never be equal to men until they can walk down the street with a bald head and a bare gut and still think they are sexy. Good girls and bad girls. (laughs) They are really good, and I certainly... I, I want to tell people when you listen to these jokes, think of how humorous they really are, and get yourself a joke book, if you, if nothing else, and start reading it. I have several of them, and I love them. I, I'm ready for my poem. Are we ready? Well, I I just had a few more. I just wanted to right throw in. 
because I thought they were that good. Good girls are bad girls that never get caught. Behind every successful man is his woman. Behind the fall of a successful man is usually another woman. I married Miss Wright. I just didn't know her first name was always. Why do Americans choose from just two people to run for president and 50 for Miss America? Hard work never killed anyone but why take the chance? And my last one, why is it so hard for women to find men that are sensitive, caring, and good-looking? Because those men already have boyfriends. So I thought those were so good. I wanted to leave you on that up note. Now I'd love to hear your wonderful poem. Uh, I must tell you, I was chuckling all along the way. And some of them were not only funny, they were extremely insightful <laughs> really clever. Did you, did you have any fun? That's the name of this poem. <laughs> Time passes and it seems to fly. What have you done today? Time passes and the hours go by. Did you have fun today? Did you see anything that made you smile? Did you do something new even for a while? Did you take the time to partake of life's treasures? Did you take the time to enjoy life's pleasures? Did you turn on music and let your soul sing? Did you gaze at the sky and follow birds on wing? Did you take a risk without saying, could I? Did you dance in the moonlight without saying, should I? Did you hold someone's hand and let them know that you care? Did you whisper, I love you, without feeling fear? It's sad to be so engrossed in your duty that you can't appreciate life's humor and beauty. To be so busy with responsibility that you neglect your spirit and lose your facility to take time for quiet introspection, to know the serenity of inner reflection, to give into laughter and unrepressed joy like a child playing with a favorite toy. Yes, time passes and night falls, dream time awakes and slumber calls. And the thing that really matters when day is done is your answer to the question, did you have any fun? And I always have fun, Beverly Nadler, when I hear your wonderful poems. They make me smile. They make me laugh, as you do as well. Thank you for another extraordinary show. And, folks, I want to ask you to do random acts of kindness, pay it forward, pay it backward. I like to leave on a note that you go into action, act to act. Action changes things. Uh, So how can you make a difference? What can you do to make someone happy today? And we do everything in our power to try to make you happy every day by giving you something that can make that much of a difference. So that is what I want you to reflect on. Ellen DeGeneres closes her show every day with be kind to one another. So that's what we're saying to you, be kind to one another. I love that she ends it every single day that way, and we ask that you do the same thing. Okay, on that note, I'm going to close with my special prayer for all of you. May yesterday be the last day, the very last day of your struggles, your suffering, your ill health, your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May today be the first day. It is the first day of the rest of your life. May it be the beginning of the very best of your life with extraordinary wishes granted and dreams coming true. Make this the most meaningful year of making more money, good health, good luck, good fortune, attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories, and manifesting marvelous miracles. So that is our special prayer for all of you. And folks, we invite you to sing along with us, dance along with us, laugh along with us, and you can do that right here, right now, to the Joyce Barry Mash. Thank you. God bless you. I was listening to Blog Talk Radio when my ears heard something that I did know. From the speakers of my laptop I heard a voice 
It was the White Oprah, also known as Joyce. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. I felt so inspired by her show, and her poetry was just so good, you know. I want to listen to Joyce again and again, as Joyce would say, if not now, when? He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry Mash. Wow. Joyce knows all about having fun. Wow. She's a home business wizard and she's just begun. Wow. She's wow. a coaching sensation for not just me or wow. you or her. It's for everyone. You can mash. Do the Joyce Barry Mash. Joyce Barry Mash. She's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. Wow. <laughs> Have a fantastic day wow. and listen to Joyce Barry and friends. Wow. <laughs>